I had social anxiety and I saw every single social interaction as something terrible and I couldn't express myself. There are going to be times where you're not happy. Progress is not feeling happy all of the time. Choose not to live in a world of filters. Realize your mistakes. Set the foundation for your success. Get some wins. Knucklehead Podcast. Welcome to another edition of Knucklehead Podcast. You got with you today, the Knucklehead, Stephen. It's crazy how many technical difficulties you run into whenever you're trying to produce a show like this. We got Mark Mintry with us. And I, I want to like rush and get right to him. But let's not forget we're having a conversation with you here. So for those of you who are listening, if you've ever turned on your car and tried to kick on your audio, so to speak, and then all of a sudden your Bluetooth doesn't attach to your phone. And then you, you know, you figure out, okay, I'm going to shut my phone off and try to reset. That's exactly how it is. Like every single time you do an episode, Uh, (laughs) not, not just of the podcast, but like of of anything, like you try to have a meeting, anybody ever tried to do like a zoom meeting before. And all of a sudden they're, they want to like slap somebody on the other side of the screen, just because (laughs) somebody forgot to put their self on mute and you try to do a conference. It's the etiquette. It's, and we know how to do this. This is 2020, but we've been doing this for 20 years, but we still run into these same problems. Anyway, Mark, you get to get into my event session there. So it's nice to have you on the show. How in the hell are you? I'm doing phenomenal, man. Yesterday, my laptop literally just wasn't working. So I had to cancel like seven things. So I'm all with you on the, uh, on the technical solutions. And I'm glad it's working now, man. I'm grateful to be sharing this space with you and your audience. Yeah, 100%. For those of you who don't know, and Mark taught Joe Rogan everything that Joe Rogan knows. If anybody really <laughs> needed an intro, Joe actually calls Mark. You know, there's an old Chuck Norris joke, like, you know, water doesn't get wet, water gets chucked. Joe just gets marked. That's just how it works. (laughs) I'm just kidding. kidding. So no, Mark, um, give people a little bit of a backstory on you. I know that you got Humans 2.0 podcast, but really the the point of having you on the show today is mental health is not... I mean, we joke around a little bit about it, but you know, in this in this tiny little world of isolation known as the internet, everybody hiding behind their keyboards and you know, touting their expertise and essentially playing on the ignorance of other folks you essentially have a, a shot across the brow with a uh, with a new book that's coming out addressing the you know the scary monsters and data-based initiatives and the science behind mental health i'm interested tell people a little bit about kind of what you're working on where you come from and and what your story is man so first off bro i love the way you communicate for real number 2 is yeah i mean dude i'm a i'm an interesting character for sure i'm 22 years old i run my own business i advise a couple companies advise a couple of nonprofits i run a podcast like you mentioned i speak i'm doing a TEDx talk next month i have a book coming out next month and you know really man for me it's like there are so many like twists and turns that i could tell you that started off like way early on in my childhood to who I am today that brought me here. But at the end of the day, man, I face problems like everyone does in life. And, you know, I face problems in the first section of my life that I was able to be lucky enough to break out of and go after that opportunity, which now looking back, I've realized. I'm in the top 001%, not in terms of like financials or anything like that, but just in terms of people who have felt and not felt, but experienced uh, a very common mental health issue, but I've gotten out of that. Now I use that to spread awareness about it and talk about it with other people. There have been times in my life where I have had a ton of money that I knew what to do with 
but yet I was super depressed and I still thought of myself as a loser. There have been times where I have been over 200 pounds and suicidal walking the streets of Boston hoping for somebody to kill me and end my life because the amount of pain I was in. And so honestly, all of this is just like, after everything that I've experienced, man, my number one point out of everything that I've learned, and that might be you know, personal to my own opinion, it might be different for other people, but it's like, for me, there's nothing more important than what you feel and think about about yourself at a long lasting basis by yourself. When you have no stimulation, when you have no people telling you that you're either awesome or you suck. And so for me, I define that as kind of mental health. And so out of all the things I talk about, whether it's like entrepreneurship or marketing or transformation, to me, I always get back to what I view the lens of everything, which is mental health. Because I've been in a spot in my life where everyone told me around me I was totally okay. I didn't even know what was wrong with me, but there were some issues. And I use sort of the external world, whether that was entrepreneurship or money or social clout, or drugs, or alcohol to um, sort of just numb myself and put myself in that zone. And so that's like my main message that I'm trying to do now, man. And that's what it is. And I hope that 10 years from now, 20 years from now, I genuinely hope that everyone in the world who experiences some of the same issues that I had knows who I am to know that there is a way out. And it's not in the way out of like, Yo, I'm I'm this influencer. If you follow these three steps, one, two, three, you know, you're gonna find your own thing. And it's like, nah, man. If I've learned anything in my life, it's that a real guide is not somebody who guides you. It's somebody who might give you a resource and lets you guide yourself. Because at the end of the day, that's how you find your real roadmap. I remember when I was a kid, and whether it was, you know, my school bringing in a speaker or maybe a loved one giving me like good intentioned advice, I never took it seriously. I never actually did it because it wasn't coming from me. And so at the end of the day, I'm all about like transformation, like intuition, spirituality, just like at the end of the day, what's like the most important deep things that are not at a surface level? Because Honestly, that's all I can do at this point. Like just being who I am, I have to wake up every morning and do this or else I'm just not living the purpose that I'm called to live, man. So whether that's a podcast, book, I'm on an Amazon Prime documentary series, uh, I'm about to be on Netflix soon, I'm about to be on this, whatever, whatever art form or medium that comes out, that's just all I'm trying to do with my life. And so 22 years old, just trying to set these right foundations early on, make sure I'm healthy, make sure I got kind of the foundational things because I know um, I'm going to scale the crap out of this message and make sure everyone who has faced these issues knows who I am. I think it's important to hover over. I mean, there's three or four directions that that you could go after hearing what you said, but I want to. I really want to keep the message centered around providing leverageable content uh, to get a message out to provide scale to those folks who are feeling what you felt and maybe in the midst of of what you're talking about. You know, depression is uh, it's that hairy monster that's literally lurking in the shadows that will jump out and get you. And you, when you feel like you've shook it, you reach down and you look down at your ankle, and there it is, firmly grasped to your ankle, just kind of uh, dragging you behind. And you want you want to know why you felt like you've got an extra fifteen or twenty pounds that you're carrying around. It's 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 because it's not really gone. Um, mm-hmm. And it's and what's crazy is you wake up and you, your your nervous system is 
you know, it's telling your body that it's time to fight or flight or, or do all the things when quite frankly, it, your vision and your composure in certain social settings, you'll start to see things that aren't there whenever you're still, whenever mm. you, uh, whenever you start going through those, uh, those symptoms. So I can completely relate with what you're talking about. Um, yeah, bro. I'm so and we call that process, get some wins, by the way, we just <laughs> say get some wins because those small little iterative steps, those, those tiny little itty bitty things it sets in, it sets in motion this uh, this process where you can actually I mean you can actually start moving forward and, and, and when I say move forward I don't mean it in the cliche phrase I'm actually talking about accomplishing something small that gener- helps you generate some momentum and you're gonna get off the rails again it's not a matter of if it's just a matter of when you're going to go off the rails again but if you can veer it back into perspective I think the way that you talked about it was you'd said that you can always kind of keep grounded or always remind yourself that you're just laying a foundation. You didn't have a, you know, Amazon Prime documentary series or a Netflix series a year ago, but you, you know, you're building that now. So if you could for, you know, for the sake of our audience and also this conversation, Mark, what was the biggest difference over the last 365 days that caused you to have that in your reality over the next few months versus what you had available to you a year ago? Have you ever asked yourself why you haven't started a podcast? Well, I already know the reason. So do you. You don't feel like you're tech savvy. You don't feel like you got your message wired tight. And quite frankly, it's just, it's all this mystification going on. Quite frankly, uh, our process helps to demystify that. We're push button for podcasts. We're knucklehead. Why knucklehead? Well, we lead with the fact that you don't know what you're doing. We do. We've been there. We've actually been in your shoes. We take your spoken voice. We literally give a human voice to your website. You want to bring dead leads to life? Well, then you need to talk to Knucklehead. Essentially, what we're going to do is we're going to take you through our process and we're going to help take your human voice and increase the process for you going from dead leads to life. How do I, how do, I do that? Well, you essentially just take your human voice, put it in a directory and let people consume more of you. Give your audience the ability to Netflix on you. They want to binge watch you. They want to binge listen. Give them the ability to take your voice along on that commute with them. So... You can get in touch with us, Stephen at Knucklehead Podcasts, or if you've got a really cool story, stories at Knucklehead Podcasts. You can find us on LinkedIn and on Facebook at Knucklehead Promotions LLC and get in touch with us. Don't be a beta about the process. Don't let the fact that you don't know prevent you from getting some wins. So don't be a beta, get some wins and contact us today. See you. Yeah, man. So, uh, you know, I love what you said about um, depression and you'll see things that aren't there. And if you actually look at the science behind it, it's pretty complicated, but to dumb it down, you know, there's a key neurotransmitter at play. It's called serotonin. And they've shown that with people that are depressed, one of the functions that serotonin has is to create your vision. And so they've literally done studies that show if you are depressed, you literally see the world more grayish, black and white, less colorful than someone who has their brain working properly. And dude, the craziest part about this is Sometimes you can tell that there's an issue here. But other times, if maybe this is all you felt your entire life, it did not happen in maybe an event in the middle of your life, you don't know that you're in this. And when you don't know that you're in that, you're literally stuck in the matrix. And so, you know, for me, like, there's so many different things I could tell you. But, you know, when it comes to uh, what you asked me of like the biggest thing over the last year, so I think probably the biggest thing, man, is last year in 2019, that is really where I sort of saw 
that my life was going to be like this forever. Earlier in that year, like um, towards the end of 2018, I had this moment where I was like leaving uh, the Forbes office in New York City after they interviewed me for like two hours about my life. And I remember when I walked out of the office, I was just like, wait, 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 like what the hell is going on here? Like I was just like this kid that had all these issues and I've done some things about it. And I just got out of a Forbes building to talk about my life. And so what I'm talking about is in 2019, man, I would say the biggest thing is I had to really confront my ego. I had to really confront success. And what I'm talking about is, man, so I grew up poor. I grew up without money at all. My family and I, we grew up on like government housing, food stamps, all that stuff. I wore the same clothes over and over again. But when I was like 14, 15, 16, I um, stumbled onto like entrepreneurship and I became pretty financially successful. And so when I was at that time, I got super financially successful. And I got to a point where I realized that that's not what success was. That's not what happiness was. But yet, because I never had it, that was just my goal. I'll be happy when I can buy a house. I'll be happy when I have enough money to buy this thing or that thing to show off in front of my friends or to get this girlfriend that's a model or you know, whoever. And so I thought I conquered that early on in my life because I had kind of got depressed because of success and then I was able to transform out of it. And last year in 2019 when people were inviting me to come like travel the world, speak on stage, talk about my story, pay me a ridiculous amount of money for just doing something that I would do for free. That's where like a real part of my ego really began to understand that I really didn't beat this at all. And like I became financially successful in 2013 and now it's 2019, six years later. And I think I'm still sort of learning some of those lessons, man. And honestly, there was a point where I kind of like stopped posting on social media that much because I realized that I was putting a past version of myself. Like if I was recording a, a LinkedIn video or my podcast, I would record a past version of myself that had these past ideas. And, you know, we're always growing. I'm always learning new things. I'm always a different person. You know, tomorrow I'm going to be a totally different, not totally different person, but I'll kind of look back at myself as the, the idiot of yesterday. And one of the things that I learned was that when you're always doing that, when people come and talk to you and they have conversations about you, literally to go back to the beginning of your podcast, all they see is they just see you as some sort of idolicized statue, someone that doesn't have any flaws, someone that you know is just sort of like posting their highlight reel, even though, even though keep in mind, I've been talking about this stuff all the time, right? So it's not like I'm making videos about, yo, look at my car, look at this chick. I'm like literally making videos on like, yo, here are the top 10 ways to like meditate better, <laughs> how to improve your mind, just like different things that I've picked up. And so when that sort of happened, I kind of took a break and I was like, man, I'm being pulled in so many different positions yeah. from so many different companies, so many different forces that now as I'm sort of getting into the limelight, they're like, man, we got to use this person to make some money. We got to use this person usually in a negative way. Although there are a lot of great companies and people who use in a positive light for sure, for sure. And so this kind of like was happening in like the middle of last year. Hmm. And, you know, there was a point where I was getting so much external validation. People were telling me, dude, you're so awesome. You're, you're, you're dope. You're, you know, you're doing this at a young age. Like you have no problems, this and that. And then eventually I would like 
go to an airport and somebody would recognize me. I would be sitting in a, on a train and somebody would be like, wait, you the host of the Humans 2.0 podcast. I'd be like at Whole Foods or some shit and someone would recognize me. And so like all these things kind of began to kind of like mess with my head. And oh, yeah. the, big, the biggest thing was that I was receiving so much external validation that when I was suicidal, when I was at my version of rock bottom, I had no external validation. I had nobody telling me that I was awesome. And I got out of that situation because I focused on my internal validation. What am I actually thinking about when I don't have any stimuli? What am I actually doing and who am I when I don't have people telling me I'm awesome and everything in life is going great? And so last year, I kind of noticed like this disbalance of like, I'm getting too much external validation. And what's happening as a result of that is my muscle, my flex for my internal validation is slowly beginning to get weaker because I don't have to flex it. Why should I meditate for 20 minutes in the morning when I know life is going to be great because people are telling me I'm awesome and I don't need to worry about money? And so for me last year, that was like a big lesson that I'm glad I, you know, I think I learned, but I'm always learning, of course, that I had to have gone because I know for sure that the way that my career is going, I mean, this is just the beginning of it. And I know I've got to sort of get these foundations down. And, um, you know, it's always a moving target, but I think I'm sort of, you know, running on that right path. But, you know, who knows? I'm grateful though. So, (laughs) well, it sounds as if you just summarize. So, at the very end of what you said about being grateful, Mm. that's the congruent through line. When you did not have and what you had, what I heard in, in that was that you're thankful. And, you know, this is Knucklehead Podcast, right? This is not, you did it perfectly for the first time every time podcast, right? Knucklehead is, uh, we lean into the fact that you're going to screw up and you're going to make mistakes, right? So if you try to do it perfectly, what we found, if you try to do it perfectly, ends up happening. It's just you don't take steps forward. Or in the planning process, you may be planning and planning and planning and planning, but not taking the action and going out there and screwing up. Essentially, to summarize, you know, we're, we're running right into the planning and execution phase and developing those relationships where there's value in helping folks get their plan right. But really, it, it boils down to is how are you executing? And if you stop doing the execution, you can't end up being weak the way that you put it. And it's kind of revealing whenever you hear it put that way. For sure, bro. I mean, the big thing that I've had to learn is that there is no arriving in life. You, there's no such thing as this place that you get to where you can, like, you know, Joe Rogan has a bit on this, where you can chill out on a beach and all your problems go away and you're just like happy. That, that just does not exist. You know, happiness comes, you know, in spurts. And for sure, you can have sort of a, a deeper sense of fulfillment and contentment towards life at a sort of macro viewpoint. And that comes from making the right decisions. That comes from executing a ton and a ton. But, you know, honestly, man, for me, like my, my knucklehead um, moment, I guess, man, I mean, first off, I've, I literally feel like I've been failing for my entire life since ever. Uh, terrible student, bad physical health, was never an athlete, bad mental health, was never really able to have friends. When it comes to when I was like first kind of starting off my entrepreneurial ventures, Dude, I don't know how many businesses I've started at this point. So many of them have failed. A couple of them have become successful. But I think in terms of this, a real knucklehead moment is... what This is what I would say. So in 2015, 2016, 
when I was at my version of rock bottom, suicidal, depressed, had no idea what I was doing with my life. And as I got out of that, as I got healthier, as I began to like rewire my nervous system, as I began to, to do the right things, I reached this point where I reached a level of happiness that I've genuinely never felt before. And that's a great, great thing. I got to this point where I lifted myself out of like this kind of what you were saying before of like this black and white gray fog where like I was living in this world where people hated me because I had social anxiety and I saw every single social interaction as something terrible and I couldn't express myself. I went from that to like genuinely living a happy life where like for sure I had problems. This is like 2017. For sure I had problems like everyone, but I made an insane amount of improvement. I made this insane amount of change. I'm super proud about myself for that short. However, one of the things in doing that was I realized was I was creating a false belief. I was creating this false belief of life is always supposed to get happier, 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 happier. And you know, happiness is synonymous with the word progress, right? And I was making so much progress that I felt a degree of happiness that I never felt before. However, Progress is not feeling happy all of the time. And in fact, what I realized was I was trying to make myself happy all the time because I thought like, hey, if you can get out of depression, if you can get out of anxiety, you're going to, you know, you're going to experience a completely different version of life. And to some degree, you are for sure. There are massive changes that you can make that can completely change the way that you experience the fidelity of your, of your living human experience for sure. But there is no place of um, happiness, 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 happiness. It's happiness, damn it, that was mad uncomfortable, that sucks. But because of that, now you're happy. Now you're like, wait, I need to keep growing, learning, doing things that I haven't done before. You get to a spot of discomfort, usually sometimes unhappiness. Then that gives you the contrast to become happy. And so if you're doing anything worth doing, in my opinion, in challenging, it's going to be hard. There are going to be times where you're not happy. And so when I made all this change in my life for good, and I got to the spot, I thought I was going to keep going up. And in some ways, in some ways, like the deep-seated peace, the deep-seated side that I have for spirituality and kind of looking at myself, that has gotten better every single day. Like I continue to sort of like grow in the belief in myself. However, sometimes I have micro moments where I'm like, wow, I suck. I, I can't do anything right. And so that was a knucklehead moment in my opinion where I was like, man, I'm in the middle of forming this belief where I think things are supposed to get better, 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 better. And from some perspective, I guess they are from like a macro objective standpoint, but on a day-to-day, how you feel man, that's just impractical, bro. You know, in my book, I go on to like the neuroscience of our brain and our brain's main purpose is to keep the organism alive. It's not to make you happy. You know, that's not the main objective. And so if we can kind of look at life just from like that perspective, it is very self-defeating. And in fact, if you think about it, it's pretty selfish. You know, like for sure, you have to focus on yourself. You have to focus on like your own mental health. If you're not stable, you're not going to be able to help other people. But it's also like, in my opinion, the two points of life are one, self-growth, self-evolution. How can you change yourself? How can you learn? How can you evolve? Number two is being service to other people. And so if you're just super focused on like, 
oh, I'm not happy for 40 minutes or I'm happy here, I'm happy here. For sure, there is a unhealthy way and there is a sort of a healthy balance that you can establish. But if you're not sort of focusing on other people, if you're not focusing on, I am happy, but hey, guess what? There are people right now that are veteran soldiers that are you know, in hospitals that are being um, traumatized from an event they had that's not even happening because they have PTSD and they're not even getting the help they need. And they're experiencing that every day to, dude, there's little, cage, there's little kids that are being locked in cages and being traded for human trafficking. Little kids, which just mind blowing to me. And so it's like, you look at that and it's like, the world has bigger problems. If you can begin to like, slowly but surely work on yourself so like at least you're stable and you're healthy and you begin to learn, man, you can help so many people, man. And it's like, I could have ended up a statistic. I could have ended up on the you know side of suicide where 800,000 people a year commit suicide every single year. I mean, it, it's crazy, man. I mean, we live in a day where you are more likely to kill yourself than you are to get murdered by the hands of somebody else. And so when I kind of look at that stuff, it's like, man, I got a lot of work to do, bro. And, and sometimes you can't be super, super, super focused acutely on your own happiness. But you know, if you are listening to this and you have like serious issues with your mental health, depression, anxiety, more serious things than that, then for sure, you kind of have to focus on that at first and you know, maybe get some kind of help if that's, um, if that's needed. Well, I mean, you just, you hit the nail right on the head. And so in practical terms, you know, being able to recognize where you're at sometimes requires somebody else's perspective, right? So Absolutely. being able to recognize where, where are you at? So in the business world, for instance, if you're not producing enough sales, uh, the market will tell you um, whenever they ask for their money at the end of the month, uh, listen, you're no longer in business if you don't have enough sales, right? Or if you're not being prudent enough with your decision-making, uh, what will end up happening is, is you may be generating a million dollars in top-line revenue or $10 million every month, yeah, you're not keeping any of it, right? It's all going to operational uh, expenses and you're not necessarily being as, as diligent as you need to be on the back end, which may mean that you need to you need to have some help. So the whole point that Mark, at least what I'm hearing a lot of what Mark is saying here is, is uh, if you spend all your time focusing on yourself, you're going to always get what you always got. So if you're in that, then reach out. There's also some things that he just talked about that are very practical that you can do. You can op open up your podcast app or however you get your, your information. Then you can type in, what's the name of your podcast one more time? Humans 2.0. So it's Humans 2.0. And in each one of those episodes, I know it's chock full with a, a story, some practical advice, some scientific literature, some information somewhere where you can kind of geek out, so to speak, and Netflix out on what you need in order to get you to the next step. I mean, essentially, that's what Mark's mission is. And that's what I'm hearing him talk about. And so, I, you know, it's kind of a cause that I can champion and get behind as well. You know, if you're a knucklehead out there and you're listening and you're wanting to get practical next steps, Mark told you exactly how to do it. And if you're not the type that wants to just listen and you want to read, cool. Well, he's got a book that's coming out. So you can you can go get his book. And there's plenty of other examples that are out there. One of my favorite entrepreneurs talks about this spectrum of if this is euphoria and this is, you know, over here on this side, if you're watching, I'm using my my hands to demonstrate a spectrum here. So, you know, on one side you have euphoria and the other side you have a struggle or let's just say imprisonment. And yeah. the study, I can't remember exactly what it is, but right in the middle essentially is not necessarily euphoria or being in captivity. 
But the most happiness that you'll have is just on the other side of euphoria, just past equilibrium, not where you would think that you would be on either either opposite ends of the spectrum. So if you have resistance, if you have failure, if you're, you're having a difficult time developing the inertia and the momentum necessary to hit your goals, get excited. <laughs> because quite frankly, that's that's where you need to be. You need to be experiencing that resistance. So you can have the muscles like Mark is, is talked about here. He, he flexes bicep for, uh, for the le- young ladies that are watching. Um, he, you know, um, he is, he is right there. So anyway, I'm just, I'm kind of messing with you a little bit. All right. So <laughs> for those of you who like listening to podcasts, Mark talked about humans 2.0. Uh, it's a podcast that, that he has, it's available wherever you get your podcasts. And, uh, and the central theme is what I'm hearing is, is he's interested in helping you. He's done a very good job of articulating and explaining a process that you can go through in order to achieve those same goals. And if you're not hitting where you want to hit in your life, he just talked about what you can do in practical terms to change some of that. So we appreciate you taking some time to jump on the podcast with us. Uh, Any last words that you want to leave these folks with outside of how to get in touch with you? Yeah, Stephen, thank you so much, man. And and honestly, dude, it's like... um... This podcast, I don't make any money off my podcast. The book, I mean, I'm probably going to make sense on the dollar just to cover like the other costs. And so honestly, for me, like I've put out so much free stuff. To me, it's like I run a business. I'm pretty successful. I don't really, to be honest with you, I don't really want anything from anybody other than whether it's like 10 days from now, they read my book, 10 months, 10 years somebody shoots me a message and they're like, Hey dude, whether it's on like the personal kind of more mental health side or whether it's on like the professional entrepreneur side of someone telling me like, Hey man, I never thought about this thing that way. And I actually, after I heard your podcast or I read this part of your book, I put it down and I did something differently. And then now X, Y, Z, ABC is happening in my life. And I just want to thank you for being a small part of that catalyst change. That's literally all I'm interested in, man. So that's what I would say. Final words. <laughs> that's awesome. How can people get in touch with you, Mark? Yeah. So if you go to my website, M-A-R-K-M-E-T-R-Y, just my first and last name.com, uh, you'll see a contact form. You'll see my email address. You'll see... You can text me. You'll see my book links. You'll see my podcast links. Anything I do, any of my social media, feel free to reach out to me, message me. Let me know you came from this podcast. You have a question, anything like that. Totally open door. Very cool. Very cool. Well, Mark, Mark Metry, what's the name of your book or have you decided yet? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, called Screw Being Shy. Learn how to manage social anxiety and be yourself in front of anyone. Comes out March 14th. Book, like physical copy, digital, audiobook. It's all there. There you go. Screw Being Shy. I like that. I like that. It doesn't necessarily pay, uh, pay dividends if you're like a Buddhist monk and you're, you know, you're paid <laughs> quiet, right? I'm just kidding. But Screw Being Shy. I like it. Mark Mintry. Appreciate you taking some time. For those of you who like listening to Knucklehead, we got new episodes coming at you every Tuesday. So go ahead and if you haven't hit subscribe or if you haven't subscribed to Humans 2.0, go ahead and and take the time whenever you get done driving, get to where you are safely and then press the subscribe button. That way new episodes can pop up to you. Go back and listen to Mark's first episode, right? And his first episode, he talked about he talks about essentially, I'm assuming, the, the, uh, the whole purpose behind it. And the reason why is because if you take these folks on your commute with you, what you'll find is there is a congruent through line through that story of 
each one follows not necessarily the same track, but each story, it's, it's like a new episode. There's a reason why these things are episodic and it's, they're in seasons. That's, mm. I mean, that's my encouragement to you. So go back and listen. Same thing with Knucklehead. So Mark, we are going to jam. If anybody has any feedback, go ahead and leave it in the comments and let us know. With that, don't be a beta about the process. Go ahead and get you some wins. We'll see you guys. Woo!